Hey everyone, thanks for joining me today as we continue our stroll through the strange paradiso. I have a few things to share with you. First of all, I want to start with um, the last episode when I was talking about the song by the cure, Man of My Mouth. I have um, quite a few responses about that song and you are correct. The majority of the replies and responses I got from talking about that song and what it really means is um, correct. You guys get it. So, I mean, I'm going to tell you that, well, when I first heard this song, I was really young. And so the first thing that came to my mind was um, I took it verbatim, okay? Until, like I said, I heard him speaking about it. And then that's when I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I understand it. But um, I don't want to say what it really means and what it's really about. I'm going to give it a little while because I know that there are going to be more people who are going to listen to that episode. So I don't want to do a spoiler alert. Okay, so I'm just going to um, let that one go for maybe about another three weeks, and then I will um, talk about that again, you know, to give the the moral of the story about that song named Man in My Mouth, okay? So <laughs> every time I say it, it's like, wow, okay, how can it mean anything else? But yeah, it does. Okay, so um, we're going to talk a little bit about strange people today. Um, they, <laughs> I mean, I have had some uh, experience with certain individuals, okay, certain people, and I have already spoke about a couple of them, like starting when I was really young and um, people who walked by me and told me fuck you and stuff like that, people that I didn't know, I had never seen before. I was like 11 or 12 years old. What could I have possibly done to them for them to um, say these things to me? And also, the these people, because it happened twice, pretty much in the same area, in a shopping center in L.A., and they were both older, like I'm going to say maybe in their early 20s or so, but they were both much older than I was. So to just say that to a kid for no reason, I mean, even to this day, I, I wonder about it. So um, there are people out there who, and I don't know, guys, what is um, what causes these things. We were talking about it a couple of days ago, one of my friends and I, and um, there are many different reasons, I'm, I think, okay, I feel, as to why certain people are just um, strange. And I'm not talking just in the regular way. There, we know people, maybe we've met people in our lives and they're different or they're just kind of like on their own sheet, whatever you want to call it. But no, we're going beyond this. We're talking about some very strange people. It's almost like some of these people do not know how to interact with others, um, don't know how to even like 
use a spoon. I'm talking about strange people. I've heard um, many different reports about like people who would ask for like a glass of water and then they don't know what to do with it. There's actually a story about this guy who um, there was a homeowner was out in his front yard and he was weeding, pulling weeds and digging and they were planting things and there was some guy walking by and they thought he was just a canvasser. You know, he was just walking around selling things and it was in the summer and he asked them for if he could have some water. And so they were like, sure. So they gave him a bottle of water and uh, they said he stood there looking at that water like, what do I do with this? As if he just asked for water because he heard other people asking for water. So, or, you know, you hear someone say, oh, would you like some water? So I guess this guy was just like, oh, let me ask for some water. So once he got it, he's like looking at it. And then he looked at them and then he looked at the water and then he just kind of looked around like, okay, what do I do now? He just seemed really out of it, like what he was supposed to do with his water. Until he saw one of the other family members open up a bottle of water and take a drink out of it. And then it's like a light came on and he opened his bottle and took a drink out of it. And then as he walked off, they said he got that bottle and he threw it. So they said the force that he threw this bottle with was something that they had never seen before unless it was like a professional baseball player throwing a baseball. That is with the force and the speed that he threw this water bottle. But he threw it with his right hand and like across his body. He didn't throw it overhand. He threw it, held it in his right hand, threw it across his body with such a force they had never seen before. And they were just like, wow, did you see that? And it creeped them out. It sounds like a simple thing. It sounds like, okay, no big deal. Somebody threw a water bottle. But for whatever reason, it creeped them out so bad that they discontinued their gardening and went inside for a little while because they just felt like they had witnessed something or they had encountered something that was just, they could not explain, all right? There are those times where everything seems to look natural. Everything seems to look normal, but you will get this feeling. I've met people like that. You just get this, I don't know what you would call it, almost like a, I guess like an alert. It's like my antennas, like if I had antennas, like my antennas go up. There's just like something alerting me that uh, it's something's wrong here. And I have um, actually experienced things like this, just like I have experienced people who I've never met before and they don't like me. And I feel it right away. I'm really, really sensitive to certain things like energies, okay, is one of them. And um, I have met people a few times 
Because I'm going to tell you, I'm not saying that I'm wonderful or anything like that, but I get along with just about everybody that I meet. I talk to people. I like people, okay? I'm just, uh, I like people. I talk to everyone. And once in a while, it hasn't happened to me in a long time, there will just be someone and I feel it right away. And I know that they don't like me. And I'm trying to think of why, what is it? It's not a personality conflict because I don't even have to speak to these people. And I know right away. It's like this energy that they give off. And um, I have even told certain people who are around me at the time, I said, that I don't know who this person is, but they don't like me. So I can't, I, I'm not going to um, get in their way. I'm not going to force myself upon them. So at that time, I will leave it to someone else to um, take care of those people and, and what have you. Not because I'm uh, afraid of them or anything. It's just that I don't want to get all up in their face and try to force myself on someone who, for whatever reason, they don't like me. Maybe they don't like the way I look. Maybe they don't like, I mean, I, I don't know. The way I talk, I don't know. But you get this feeling. I know someone who says that she met someone. She's like, I don't know what to say about this person, but this person is either like some kind of alien or maybe this person has been taken over by a negative entity. She said, but there is something going on there. And once again, okay, this person is one of my really good friends and she is like me. She gets along with everyone. If you talk to her, she's going to talk to you. And she even, she just talks to people just like I do. I'm that person that you don't want to sit next to like on the plane or anything like that because I just start talking. Anyways, um, there is a story. Now, this woman from periodically, okay, from time to time, She'll go and look at her front window. I mean, the majority of us will do that. You look and see, oh, are there any clouds in the sky when the sun's going down? I, I mean, I do that myself. I'll go and take a look out the front window maybe once or twice a day. And um, I don't know. I just want to see what's, what's happening, what's going on. So this was at night. And she said that she went to go and look out her front window. Well, first of all, she was going to go and close the blinds, close the shutters. She was like, I was going to go close the shutters. It was later than it normally is when she does that. But time had just gotten away from her. And so it was already probably like almost midnight. She was working. She was doing something at home. And so she went into the formal living room faces the front of the house to go and close the shutters and she said fog was starting to come in it was starting to get foggy but it wasn't so heavy that she couldn't see the corner on the corner there was this person 
who just rolled by on a bicycle. And for whatever reason, she said it's almost like time slowed down. And this person was like rolling through thick air because it was going slow. She said it just started going slow. And this, whatever it was, this person looked at her. She said she was startled when it looked at her and she kind of like stepped back and she went like, like that. Because now we're talking about not a real far distance, but far enough to maybe make it difficult to know if someone is really looking at you. But she said, I could feel it. The feeling was intense and there was an eye contact. She said, it's not like these eyes were glowing. They weren't red. They weren't illuminated. She said, but there was an eye contact. I know there was. And then this thing stopped. So when this person or whatever it was stopped, it was really close to the next curb because where it was dry, riding its bicycle was from what it was on the corner. So one curb, okay, it comes off one curb, then he's going to go on to the next curb. And she said, but it stopped before it got to the next curb and stood there and looked at her, just stood there. So she went ahead and closed the shutter. She's like, it can't be looking at me. The lights in her house were off. So it's not like she was backlit, okay? So this, whatever it was, was either so sensitive, it picked up on energy of it, it being looked at, or there was something else happening there. So she just had this feeling. She's like, after that, and she stood there. She didn't leave the room. She said, I just had this feeling like I was being watched, but it was impossible because she closed those blinds, okay? The shutters, whatever. So, so much time had passed by and she opened them a little bit. She opened them again and that thing was still standing there frozen in the same spot. When asked about how much time passed between the time you closed those and you peeked out again, she said probably less than 10 minutes, maybe like five, five minutes, something like that. And that thing was still there in the exact same spot, in the exact same position. She said both of its hands were on the handlebars. It was facing the other, it was facing front. So it should have been where she could see its profile. But even though its body was facing frontwards, its head was turned towards her, towards her house. So then she steps back again and she's thinking, what in the world is this? No, there has to be something wrong. So she goes back into her house and she's going to get cleaned up and this and that, get ready to go to bed, but she can't leave it alone. So a little while later, she said, 
probably about close to 15 minutes has passed now. And she's like, this thing has to be gone. This person has to be gone. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't in the same position. But it was facing her now. Bicycle and all. The full front of this thing, whatever it was, was facing her. It was still at the corner, but now it's facing her. She said she had like had it by then. So she went ahead and she opened the shutters and she stood there. And then that thing started riding in a circle. It started going around and around in a circle, riding this bike. And she says that every time that it would come around in the circle and faced her, she said something would come out of its mouth, like maybe it was sticking its tongue out. But it couldn't be because whatever the thing was that was coming out of its mouth was long. She said there was like this long appendage or apparatus, something that was coming out of its mouth and then it would go back in. She said it would shoot out of its mouth. You could count to like one, two, three, four, and then it would go back in quickly. And she started to feel sick. So she just walked away from it, went to her bedroom, I went to bed. So the next morning, she wakes up and there's this circle on her porch looking like if it was like black wax. It was in a circle. It wasn't raised. She doesn't know what it ever was, but there were also like some feathers in it, in this circle. So she didn't know if it looked like some kind of um, voodoo or anything. So what she did was she called the police so they could come and look at it. Maybe they recognized something, what this could have been, but they didn't. They asked her any suspicious people, blah, blah, blah. But she told them no because she didn't want to get into it. And then she threw that thing away. The bottom of the that little rug there was not burned. The circle did not go all the way to the underneath, okay, of the porch mat. But it was on the porch. So when she picked up the porch mat, turned it around, there was no circle underneath, but the circle was on the concrete of the porch. Very friggin' strange. And she says, you know, it was like, maybe like some kind of snake was coming in and out of that thing's mouth. She said, you know, it's kind of difficult being that It wasn't far from her, but it was far enough. So she can't be 100% sure. Like, she can't be sure what it was that was coming in and out of its mouth. But she says it was probably like the length, maybe 12 inches. Friggin' strange stuff, okay? 
no matter what. That is strange. And um, it's like, what kind, what kind of person? Was that a person? What the heck? So, I mean, I, I don't know even what kind of category this, this would be under. And it's like, okay, well, was the, was the light shining down on this thing when it was going in a circle there? No, there's no light right there. The light is in front of that. It wasn't lit up where this thing was going in a circle. If it was a full moon, she didn't know because it was foggy that night. And it, she, was, she was saying that. It shouldn't have even been foggy at that time because it, it was not uh, time of the year for fog and it hadn't been foggy like for a, for a while. There was no fog in the, in the weather, anything like that. So we hear stories about, I, I don't want to call it weather manipulation, but there's no other way for me to term this, okay? Even with people who go missing. There are so many stories about people who go missing in national parks and all these other places. And when they start the search for these people, all of a sudden the weather turns bad. I mean, this has happened time and time again. And the weather not only gets bad, but it lasts for a while. When I was uh, first starting to um, listen and read Missing 411, that was something that I noticed right away. And um, there are so many of them. Oh, all of a sudden the weather gets bad. Now they're having all these horrible times. They have to call off the search because they can't search in this weather. And it'll be snowing. It'll be thundering all of a sudden. And it'll be flooding and so on. So it's like, what kind of thing could cause weather manipulation? If we're looking at something like animals, uh, even a Sasquatch, anything like that. What is causing this stuff to happen? How? Coincidence? I don't think so. Especially over and over again. It's uh, just so darn strange. I'm almost at a loss for words. And um, I have known, well, I, have, I haven't known, but I have encountered other strange people in my life who um, <laughs> I used to think, yeah, they're not from this planet because they are just, it's beyond, once again, it's not just your typical strange. There's something else. People who don't know how to eat jello. I mean, people who actually play with their food. People who have certain um, things on their, on their bodies. I, I um, have seen some things that are pretty strange. And now this is not um, just for strange people. This is not in the category of strange people, but I'm going to tell you this story. And I read about this a really long time ago, that there was this person 
they were having headaches or something was happening. So they had to go have a scan and make sure that there was nothing going on in their brain and all this and that. There were some other things, I guess, that were going on. Maybe they were having some sort of um, episodes or things like this. And so there was a growth in this person's brain. So what they were going to do is they were going to go ahead and go in there and remove it and at the same time biopsy it, make sure that it was not cancerous and so on. So when they went to remove this, I, I'm not sure how big it was, guys, okay, but it was some kind of growth in this person's brain. What they found were like bits of uh, fingernail, some little itty bitty strands of hair. Now, there could have been like little particles, okay? And under a microscope, they could determine what these things were. I'm not sure of how big these things were, okay? But it was like a small sack in this person's brain of human tissue, hair, fingernail, I guess some skin cells, and certain things like this. So come to find out what they said was this person actually began as like a twin. But very early in their mother's pregnancy, the twin died, like very early. And somehow, the living twin's body absorbed the other one. And so that is actually what was in that, that sack. It's, it's so bizarre. It sounds so friggin' strange, I know. But it's not an isolated incident. There have been quite a few of these things that have been found, and not only in people's brains, but in other parts of their bodies. They have found things like that. I don't know if it's always because it uh, began as twins, but yeah, it's uh, there's so much that goes on that is like, oh my gosh, that's kind of like, ugh. But yeah, I read about this one years ago, actually, but... You can look into this. I don't know what it's called, but I know that it's not just, it's, it's rare, but I know that it's happened more than like once or twice, okay? So um, we're going to get into a little bit more into strange people as we move on. I know we're only in like the early part of July, but the way this year is going and it seems to be moving fast. It's accelerating and it's like we're on a speeding train. It's going to be October before we know it. So we're going to get into more. And then I will go a little bit more in depth with this subject because um, it, is, uh, it is pretty interesting. Okay. So now this... I, I can't say the name of my app, okay? Because every time I do, it asks me like what I want or whatever the heck. So I'm just going to spell the name of my app, okay? And it's S-I-R-I, all right? Yeah, I can't say its name right now or it'll come on and 
interrupt everything. So anyways, you know, we've heard about the other things called Alexa and all this stuff and how they just start laughing in the middle of the night. People have reported they just start talking for no reason and all this other stuff. Well, there's one that was reported. Now, this thing started speaking like this gibberish. Randomly, it wouldn't just be at night when everyone was asleep. It would just be any old time. It could be in the middle of the day. It could be talking when the people came home from work or when one of the kids came home from school in the middle of the day, in the summertime. They'd open the door and they'd be like, I hear, I heard voices and it was Alexa and it was talking, some kind of gibberish. So there was one girl and she was talking about these things and she said, I don't know like what my Alexa was saying. She asked me, have you ever, do you know that song Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club? And I said, yeah. She's like, you know how there's that part in there in the middle of the song where she's talking, but you don't know what she's saying because it's gibberish. And I, yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. And she said, that is what it sounded like. Sounds like they know what they're saying. The way that the inflection, the way that they're speaking and so on. Like they're really speaking their own language, she said. But that's what it reminded me of. So it is very strange. And I wonder sometimes about these type of things. Because um, I have have told you guys before that my own personal belief is that if you name something, if you give an item, an object, a name, well, there'll be something that'll come in to fill that void and to use that name. So when you start using that, it will, like you're acknowledging it, okay? So that's how I feel about these many times. I'm not saying every single thing, but I just am not comfortable with calling this thing, with talking to this thing, and so on. Even though sometimes I have no choice because it's connected to my car and I have to, I had to like actually turn it on when I bought that car. I was like, what? I have to use this? And they're like, yeah, you have to enable it now because this and that. And I was like, fuck, really? So anyhow, um, that's just how I feel about it. But anyways, it was a couple of days ago and I was at work. So I have my phone up on the in this little cubby, like on one of the shelves there, so I can hear it if I get a notification or whatever, you know, for clients coming in or whatever. And I heard it. And I don't say the name of it. I'm not talking about it. I was doing something else and I heard it come on. At first it cleared its throat. Like, and then it said, I thought so. See, and this is unmistakable. First of all, my app is, I use, I have a male voice, okay, on my app. And he's British. And everyone looked at me because there were no men 
in the room. And then this thing was coming from the opposite side. It was coming from my cubby. Everyone looked at me like, what is that? And I had my um, tablet and I had music playing on my tablet. And which was on the other side of the room from my phone. But anyways, this thing just came on and just, and I've never heard it say, I thought so. So then I just started thinking, okay, well, I understand that when we're dealing with technology and things like that, things like this can happen. There are glitches. There are many different reasons. So I just, I didn't take it any further. I didn't start talking about things that happen or things that are mysterious. I just let it go. But it's not the first time. It's the first time it said uh, like just a random type of sentence. But it's not the first time that it just started speaking for no reason. So I just make mental notes about things like this and kind of like monitor the situation to see if anything happens. And if it does, well, then I'll just disable it. I really don't care if my car is connected to Apple Play or whatever the heck it is. But um, yeah, it's almost like we're put on this path where it almost forces one to use certain things that we really don't want to. I don't know how many of you guys remember this, but um, so many years ago, we were forced into certain type of things. Like when you're watching TV, everyone was forced into digital type of thing. Everyone was forced into different types of phones. I had a phone for like, it wasn't even a full year. And all of a sudden, oh, well, that's going to be phased out. So you're going to have to upgrade your phone. I was like, I haven't even had this for a year. Well, it's going to be phased out. So you're going to have to come into the store and get a new phone. And you have this until this and that date to be able to do it. Your phone's not going to work anymore. Well, what kind of crap is that? See, it's like we're being steered. Kind of like, you know, the way they do cattle. They just like round everybody up and steer everyone into doing the same thing. It's like everybody's jumping, everybody else's train. Which is also a song by The Cure, okay? And now when I hear it, it's like, man, this guy was kind of like ahead of his time. Some of the things that he wrote about. Yeah, he... That song, it also says something like, um, everyone's happy, they're finally all the same. Oh, I don't remember. There's something about, um, they're not going. You know what, guys? I'm going to leave it alone because I don't want to sing the song. That's the only way I'm going to get the lyrics right now. So you can listen to that song. But, um, okay. (laughs) You don't want me to sing. Oh, heck no. So, all in all, um, very, every, so many things are so strange happening right now. And I've got one more thing that I want to share with you. I get off track really easily, as you, as you guys know. 
we talk a lot about um, how you can have like a crowd of people. You could have two people. And everyone will see something different. When you're looking at uh, sightings of things, I mean, not all the time. There have been mass sightings of certain, like, UFOs and things like this, like they call a flap when there are so many sightings of UFOs and so many people come out and they see them all. They all see the same thing and so on. Well, many times, everyone sees something different. So, I know that... um, if everyone sees the same thing, that has to almost be physical, okay? That almost has to be a real organic object that everyone is seeing. But how about the times when everyone sees something different? Five people, five people each see something different. Well, then that is probably spiritual, and able to manifest itself differently to each person, even depending on the belief of each person. So it would be very deceptive. It would be, that would be like the agenda to deceive everyone. But then you've got things that aren't so nice and everyone sees something different. So, well, that's for fear. And we know that fear is what keeps these things going. That's just how it is. And uh, in this realm that we find ourselves in, we have to, and I know it's not easy. I know that we are human and there are things that startle us for one thing. That is that initial like, big jump, big spark of fear until we get it together. And, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, that startled me. Even in some movies, you just like kind of jump out of your seat because you're startled. And right away, you got to shake that off. And when it happens to you and you're in a dwelling of any kind, especially someplace that you frequent, maybe someplace that you live, it's very important to shake that off as fast as possible because you don't want to be like the food source. You don't want your area to be a food source. So that's one of the reasons you have to try to do it quickly. And there are many of these sources all over the place. Gettysburg, Texas, where President Kennedy was murdered. Los Angeles, where JFK was murdered, I mean RFK, where Martin Luther King Jr. was murdered. All of these places, especially blood was on the ground in these places. They will remain a source for, for a very long time. That's why people always feel things in these areas because of what happened, regardless of what the catalyst was, regardless of who's responsible and who did it. And this, that doesn't even matter. It's the fact that such a horrific thing took place there and blood spilled. 
that will keep it like an attractive spot for negativity. We'll get into a little bit more of that also because of the area where this happened. In Texas, especially that area, there is a lot more going on there than the majority of people know. So we got that coming up because uh, November and uh, I'm going to try to get someone who has been studying this thing. I'm going to see if I can get him on, if it's possible, to share some of the things that he has found out in his quest to find at least something that makes sense to him. But it's almost like every avenue you go down, you run into another wall. Just like when I'm looking at Missing 411, every area you go down, you run into a wall. Just when you think you know what may be causing these people to go missing and so on, nope, that isn't it. That can't be it. Because it's either this or that. No, that it, it doesn't match. Yeah, there is just, uh, there are some things that we will just never know, guys. Some things that uh, we will just have to find for ourselves that make sense to us. But as far as knowing for sure, 100%, no. I don't believe that uh, a lot of these mysteries and things like that that have happened and continue that we will ever really know. There is a new one right now coming up about Egypt and about the pyramids that I've been taking a look into. This stuff is just way, way like, I can't even call it deep, okay? Because it's so far beyond. I mean, it's not deep. It's just way out there so far beyond. But I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying it is possible. So if I can look at that and put it into words that even I can understand, then I'm going to share it with you guys, okay? But anyways, um, I want to thank all of you for joining me. I wish that um, I was able to do a longer show. I wish that I had a person, another person, like a partner, that we could uh, kick things around with, kick things back and forth with, and uh, have a discussion. And I wish that I could take callers and take calls from you guys and answer your questions right there, you know, having an interaction. And I'm, I'm really, I am not techie, okay? So I can't even edit anything. That's how bad I am. I'm going to have to get like somebody who's 15 or 16 to come in and help me. I'm telling you guys, or else I'm never going to be able to do it. But anyways, um, Maybe I can find someone. I'm going to have to put an ad in Craigslist or something. Anyways, um, once again, I want to thank all of you for joining me and taking this walk with me. I know that there are so many twists and turns. I know that me, myself, as your host, um, how I just get off track, how I just go into a rant, I know this. It's very difficult for me to stay on one subject. One of the reasons is because I don't write myself a script. Maybe I should, but then you would have to put it with me trying to read. So I don't know. What do you do? I'm going to try to be back on 
Oh, Monday. Let's see when I get some more me time. The weekend is really bad. I know it's not easy for you guys to uh, go on a walk on the weekend either. But um, I'll try to be back on Monday. I want to wish all of you a great weekend. And um, keep on walking. Ciao.